And we are back with another edition of the Brother-Sister Rewatch, although this is the Brother-Friend Rewatch, because Hey-o. my boy Mike is back. We're talking Thanks about another... Me. Oh, anytime, man. We're talking about another album, uh, Let the Bad Times Roll by The Offspring, released in 2021. A new album. A new uh, album. Brand from, new. From The Offspring. Fresh off the presses. This is big time. Mary probably would not like this album. Actually, she might. I, my sister might like this album, because she... Her and Scott, her husband, listened to, like... How do I put it? I don't know how to put it actually, because her tastes change. Yeah. So one week she's listening to like Hall and Oates, who are awesome. Oh, I love Hall and Oates. And then it's like, who is that one? Like a all time low, maybe. Okay. Maybe not all time low. Emo, Taking Back emo Sunday. Screamo bands. I don't know. I got back. TBS in, Taking Back Sunday. Yeah, we enjoyed it, them. It's so. it's spring, so I started listening to TBS. Like, I, I don't blame you. I I feel the newfound glory kick coming in soon. Oh yeah, it's oh god, that yeah, I did coming it. in soon. My girl, or, <laughs> yeah, break out my mix. I, I did listen to some newfound glory. I listened to uh, Unwritten Law a few weeks oh. ago. I pulled out like all those pop punk like power yeah, ballads. The era we're talking about, man. Oh yeah, because we go back to our youth, sitting by the pool on the deck, listening to a, listening to Americana. And Smash, where and Ixnay on the Ombre. It's where it started. And the Offspring are a band that we bonded over at a very young age. Yeah, it's kind of similar to, you know, our last show that we talked about with Metallica. I feel it was like a similar thing yeah. with the Offspring. What was your first exposure to Smash. the Offspring? Same, co- same cousin who introduced me to Metallica. Yeah. I was eight years old. I got introduced to Smash. Okay. My eight-year-old mind could not handle it. Yeah. Because I remember I listened to... Um, the, the Killboy Powerhead yeah. off that album. And I was like, well, this is different because it's so fast right. and furious. And I loved it. And then I listened to uh, Come come Out and Play mm-hmm. with like the Middle Eastern guitar kind of style. Absolutely. got I was totally sold. And then Bad Habit off that album. Yeah. And then like from that point on, like when Americana came out, totally sold. I went all in, balls deep on the offspring. Same thing, man. Same thing. So for me, you know, I'm I'm starting to get in the music, really listening to music for the first time, uh, different things. But uh, you know, at this point, I'm very much just kind of listening to whatever is in on the car with my dad, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's classic rock. It's a lot of Tom Petty. Tom Petty, yeah. It, it's Fog Hat. I had, I had Meatloaf. My dad listened meatloaf. to Meatloaf in Boston. <laughs> uh, there, there's there, there's Genesis. There's Phil Collins. There's Peter Gabriel. We love <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> in this friendship, do. we love we, Phil we, Collins. We still do. We stand. And um, <laughs> you know, uh, other radio stuff. Uh, you know, there's there's some Jim Blossoms. Well, I was gonna going say the nineties. Yeah, we Jim, had Spin Doctors. There's Jim uh, Blossoms. So, Third Eye Blind. Um, you know, I, I'm just starting to listen to that kind of stuff and uh, really get my feet wet listening to music, getting into music, rock music for the first time. Um, but it's it's kind of limited. It's basically whatever my mom has in the car, whatever my dad has in yeah, the car. When you're a kid, sticks, you're at their mercy. You know, sticks. Oh, right? I listen to a lot of sticks. So <laughs> that's what we're starting with. And then uh, my cousin Keith, one day, he hands me this cassette. That's right. We're talking about the cassette age. Right. We're not even at CDs yet. <laughs> showing it. our age here. I love it. Uh, he hands me this cassette. Offspring Smash, okay? It's such a so, huge album. So um, I put it in, and the same thing You're with You're wearing you, the shirt, by the way. I am, I am. I, I am wearing the shirt. <laughs> this album has stuck with me as it has you oh, yeah. since the very beginning. And man, like I said, like you've mentioned from opening track Nitro on, oh, yeah. um, this is just nothing like I've ever heard before. You know, like when my dad first introduced me to Metallica, I've never heard heavy metal before. That was the mm-hmm. first metal band I ever heard, and I was enthralled by that. Same thing here on the punk version. You know, my cousin gives me this cassette smash, 
and it's on like anything I've ever heard. Yeah. I'm getting slashing, fast riffs, two, three minute songs, yeah, just, just just rippers. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, mean, I, I fell in love with it instantly. And, There's not and, one song to skip, right? Either. And that and this album has stuck with me, you know, through the test of time. Mm-hmm. And I, same thing, kind of like with Metallica. You take that album and you go back and listen to all their stuff. It was Smash first for me, and then you know I think it was went. And then and then I went to X Nay on the Ombre, oh, yeah. and then you know I I never lost touch with this band, but I kind of then you know I I didn't really rediscover them again until Americana came out. Oh, yeah. And at the time, I have to admit, when Pretty Fly for a White Guy came out, and I know Hokey and all that stuff, we were all there, man. But uh, when that song came out, man, and that music video came out with Guy, Guy. and whatever, and yeah. you know, I thought it was the coolest like shit. We all ever. did. Yeah, everybody was, was buying. I it, thought man. it was the coolest shit ever. Insane and fans were voting that number one. On <laughs> they fucking were. TRL. They made it, and uh, you know that just carried on. My love, first concert. You were there. We did. We First went together. First concert we ever went 12 to. Twelve years old. Yeah, the Americana tour, Offspring, Lit. I mean, if this doesn't scream summer punk oh, to you, I don't summer, know what does. In '99, we were supposed to get the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Unfortunately, they pulled out. Yeah. Who we did got, we get, Mike? We got the Dickies the and their Dickies. and their cock puppet. He thing. had a cock puppet. Yeah. He and it had the balls dangling off. But it was still an amazing show. Yeah. And I'll always remember it. And it uh, got fucking wild too. It did. Like we were too young to be that close. Do you remember? Like we were pretty damn close. We were. We were. And I was. Close. There was a college girl next to me yeah. who wanted me to dance with her. Yeah, she was. And she like was interested. looking back now, I think she was grooming me. She was interested in. <laughs> she was interested in twelve year, twelve year old. Ca- yeah, and, and Neil Young. Me. She told me five times. Yeah, Neil Young. You like Neil Young? Yeah, I love we Neil Young. You probably shouldn't do PCP, miss. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, very fond memories early we on. Love, we even yeah. saw them a few. Well, not a few years. It's probably about seven years ago yeah, now. We yeah, saw time them. flies. But yeah, like, at an anniversary show of the album that we were Smash, both uh, yeah. introduced to. We Smash, went to see so. them. It was them, Bad Religion, the the Vandals, Pennywise. It was a great time. Show. That, that show. we're really showing you guys who we are. We we're are kind yeah, of we're... grungy old punk guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what we are. What a what a what a. Side of Metallica. That's right. And, like, I think, like, we talked last week about us having a band in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Offspring influenced us as oh, much time. as Metallica did. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Metallica was the harder edge. Offspring was, like, that fun edge. Yeah. Because we did, we did like, our serious songs even as little mm-hmm. kids. Like, your brother wrote that song about suicide when he was, like, 10. Uh, Dark yeah, Cloud. Dark that? Cloud, a little disturbing <laughs> material then, for that But then age, we'd write but... songs about, like, the Duck Butter. <laughs> duck Butter and, uh, you know, one of... One of my favorites, um, you know, the Banana Split Milky Way. Banana, I think we still play that. I think that has a little bit of a offspring edge oh, to totally. it. And so. so, like, a band like this, you know, we're, we're talking about their newest album, that, but they, they've they been around forever. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Is like, Godfathers of punk at this they point. Are, I mainstream would, punk. Dare I say Dexter Holland, the lead singer of Offspring, is the James Hetfield of the punk movement. <laughs> I don't I, think that's we wrong. Can, we can make that comparison. I don't think that's wrong. We can make that comparison. Because they've had the wrong. mainstream success. They have. Because this album has gone number one, I think, on the alternative charts, as which, we're speaking. Which is, which is incredible, because we're talking, you know, 30 years in the game. I believe this yeah. band started in 84. Yeah. Um, so it's almost so, 40 years. The so, first so release was They've 89. been around as long as we've been around, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, so we've grown up with them, and the fact that, you know, they're still putting music out there, and, 
that it's topping charts somewhere <laughs> yeah. is 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 amazing. It's mind blowing. It's amazing. It makes me feel like I hitched my wagon to the right horse. <laughs> as an us too. We 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 picked the winners. We pick, we picked the lifers that have <laughs> stuck around. But luckily, we're not talking about like a Saint Anger of the Offspring today. We're not. I don't think this is a bad album. We're going to talk about. No, I don't. Think I think so. it has some missteps. Sure. But we'll get there. Um, it came out April 16th of this year, produced by Bob Rock. See how we tie things <laughs> we together? It's all fun. Bob Rock, 2003. Yes. He produced, he put his name, he put his name <laughs> on that piece of garbage, Metallica's St. Anger. He put his name to that. Doggy dude. But he survived all these years, all these years yeah. later. Somebody still wants Bob Rock to produce their albums. And the offspring. He did okay on this one, except for okay. one song that I have questions about. Okay, we'll get to it. But this this one clocks in at a brisk thirty three minutes. Uh, a vast contrast oh, yeah. to the timing of our last oh, show of Saint Anger's. It cuts it in right. half, and it's basically the length of your typical Bloodhound Gang release. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Which, 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 which you can look at it two different ways. I look at this as positive. I look at this as. As long as the songs are fun, yes, which I believe Keep they your are. Interest for when I, they I, are. Yeah, I'm like, okay, uh, you know, I can drive to and from work and get through the album. Um, this is, you know, it's fun. I don't have to think about it too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, just nice, smooth ride. Um, or you can look at it the other way and say, well, they didn't put any work into this, and they're just throwing stuff out there just to put something else out there, yeah. and. Uh, you know, there was no heart or anything put into it, no work put into it. Well, let's put out a record, put out a record. 30 minutes, that's fine. It sounds like you're giving something away there. <laughs> uh, I'm not no? really, though. No? I'm okay. not really, though. Because uh, th- I think there's some truth to both of those. I think there is. Yeah. Sure. And so, much like the Metallica album we talked about last week, where there was strife with a bassist who left before the yeah. recording, we have that with this one as we well. We do, we do. We had a long time offspring bassist, Gray K, and believe me, I have done research on this. Okay, and this is have you vague. found anything? No, this is very vague. It's like, in court. The, the only <laughs> yeah, the only thing that I could find is that you know that. Uh, my understanding is simply the offspring wanted to move on from Gray K for whatever and reason. He didn't like that, and he did not like that, and he's <clears throat> been in court trying to sue the band for you know his rightful stake yeah. in what the band has already produced in the past. I mean, this is an original member, I do uh-huh. believe, Gray K. Since oh yeah, the very beginning. Um, so I'm not really sure what happened. I nobody's I've ne- I've opening never, their mouth I've never about struck, it. Gray K has never struck me as. Some kind of like crazy guy. He always seems kind of. He's like, the guy who just stands on stage awkwardly holding yeah, a bass. So, doesn't seem like he's ever aged. No, he's um, a vampire. Um, so the rest of the band has aged. Dexter and Noodles have aged, yeah. not necessarily gracefully, but they have <laughs> no. aged. Um, but oh, but Greg has kind of stayed the same. He's been the solid rock. I feel like all these years. And I, I got to tell you, this is something that made me nervous. Oh yeah. With Greg K's departure, this yeah. made me very nervous about this album. This is the first time in all my years of being an Offspring fan, and I've been a fan since the very beginning. Yeah. This is the first time where I had uh, trepidation. Oh, okay, 100%. To listen to an Offspring album. I remember the night that it premiered on Spotify, I had the choice to, you know, not listen to it and then yeah. go buy the CD the next day and be disappointed then. Um, <laughs> Push off the disappointment. Or, or, or listen to it right then and there at midnight. Um, when it was released and I and my brother decided we we're gonna listen to it and I was fucking nervous man I because I thought 
every band has this, right? They yeah. have, at some point they get to the point where it's like there's nothing left to offer. Um, you're tapped just, out. You're, you're tapped out. Yeah. And it's not inspired. It's just bleh. And I was in great fear <laughs> that this was going to be the album. Because that's the one thing you can say about The Offspring, and I've always said it about them. Have they had bull- bullshit songs? Oh, yeah. Every album ha- has ha- one. Has yeah. they ha- have they had very cre- questionable choices? Have they had some poor choices? Yeah. Whether it's they're writing the song just to be fun and just to make themselves laugh or whatever. And California not really Cruising. Yeah, <laughs> that's the worst one. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, they've always had that, and I've learned over the years to just accept that and enjoy the good stuff. Well, for this album, for whatever reason, maybe it was Greg Kay's departure. I think, like you, um, that Christmas song that they released. Okay, the Christmas song. I was going to bring uh, that Baby up. Baby Please Come Home. The Christmas song. They did a video for Baby Please Come Home. Yeah. And it was one of the most egregious things I've ever heard in my life. Please, oh, please. and it was the night we watched Fat Man, the Mel Gibson Santa Claus Killer yeah. movie. Yes, and we're sitting there, and then afterwards, you're, we're you know we're having white Russians with mm-hmm. gingerbread men. We're having yeah. a good time. The grand old tradition. Oh yeah, and your brother's like, "Hey, the new Oscar Christmas song," <laughs> and he puts it on, and my my jaw hit the floor. Yeah, because first of all, Noodles looks like a corpse. Yeah, Dexter bloated as fuck. Mm-hmm. The two guys who are replacing uh, Greg Kay and the drummer, Pete right. Parada, they're just happy to be there. Yeah. Very smiling. Happy. Very <laughs> happy. Yeah. And Dexter's voice is cracking. When, and when the when the big part of the song comes, the big crescendo, please, please, please. And it just, it's, it's horrid. Yeah. It's bad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and they're releasing an album in a few months. Yeah. Oh my God. They had yeah. no energy. Like, it was lethargic as fuck. I was nervous. I was yeah. very nervous, and I think the combination of no longer being Greg K and that whole thing being a very a big mystery. Like I still don't know what happened. Nobody does. Apparently, there's court records out there, but I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not going to go through all the legalese. I, I don't know. I mean, it happens. People leave bands yeah. after a long they're, time. And they're, it, their old drummer Ron has a case against them as well over royalties. Apparently, yeah. apparently Dexter's tight with the cash. Uh, he's <laughs> hanging on that pretty fly money. Oh, it makes sense. I get it, but. <laughs> You got two I mean, they mates. gave away a million dollars on TRL. Remember that stupid Lest shit? Lest we forget they for the conspiracy of one. They gave a million dollars for Conspiracy of One. Which is another solid album. Great marketing, um, you know, obviously for the album. I'm not sure it worked out because I don't think Conspiracy of One financially was very successful. No. Not compared to Americana. No, no, obviously. no. Americana was um, like a blockbuster. But, and they gave away a million dollars. So, yeah, Dexter's, he's holding on to that cash he's got left. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, he got it. <laughs> But, like, that's the thing is, like, talking about, like, that song coming out, and then the last few albums have had a blueprint where there's, like, Starts really to, great start songs. Off hot. Yeah, really great songs. And then there's these duds in the middle, mm-hmm. and then it tries to end hot. And you're like, and, oh, okay. Like, yeah. they have a blueprint. And I've, honestly, at this point, it's gone on for four or five albums. I've accepted that. That's I've who accepted, they are. I've accepted yeah. that's what the offspring are. They're going to send the duds out there to try and, and I'm going to enjoy yeah. what's good about these albums, and I'm going to enjoy and cherish those. And those other moments, I'm just going to... Yeah, brush them aside. I'm, gonna I'm never going to listen to California Cruising again. I'm never going to listen to Christy or you? you Doing Okay or any Oof. of them. You just skip over them, and right. you go on to Nothing Town, and you're happy. So Sure. Nothing Town's an interesting choice, but I do like it. I, I think the end... Uh, okay, so Rise and Fall, Days and Grays, uh, mm-hmm. the one... 
two albums ago from them and like i think 2008 Crazy that that's two albums ago. i know 2008 yeah. jesus christ wow. but like that album starts off with like four bangers yeah has two or three duds mm-hmm. and then you got nothing town let's hear it for rock bottom a nice finish shit is messed up i'm like these are okay i'm mm-hmm. okay with these like they're fine like and pop I just, punk. and i just assume that that's going to be the offspring formula to the end of time and if that is the formula then i'm okay with that because yeah. i'm taking the good I'm taking the good and I'm brushing aside the bad and I've come to accept that. I've come to accept the offspring formula yeah. over this past uh, decade or two. Life is a lot easier when you accept that things aren't always going to be perfect. Right, and I've and, accepted that. Yeah. But for some reason, and I don't know what it was, I don't know why I doubted my all-time favorite band the way that I did. Yeah. But the Greg K thing and that Christmas music video yeah, it, and, it the, hurt. and this new bass player just smiling. We boop, saw him, geeky. you know. We, we did? He was the extra guitar player on stage in 2014 when we saw them. Oh, okay. They just switched right. him to bass. Then. That's right. Todd's Planet. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we got that guy. At least he's been around. You know, he like knows how Todd it works. Todd Morris, I believe. Todd Morris, yeah. yeah. Todd Morris. So he just moved over and he's back in there. So it's just like, okay, cool. But I just had apprehension on like any other time I've ever there's well, ever been an album. Because it should also be noted that the time Days Go By came out in twenty twelve. It's mm-hmm. been nine years. Nine years. That much time and they've been putting this one they've been talking about this album since I think twenty thirteen. Yeah. Or twenty fourteen at least seriously. It's been a good five years since they've been, been talking pushing about it. it off and pushing it up. And Greg K is actually on, I think, two of the songs on this album. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. So it's obviously a mashup. It's a mess. It's Definitely not the most polished finished product, product, but I'm cool with it. I like it. Yeah, I, I like it too. Is uh, um, quite honestly, you know, um, I've I've listened to it a lot. I've listened to this album a lot, and part of it, yeah, because it is my favorite band. But it, it's also because I really do like it. Yeah. I really do enjoy this album. I don't have much of a problem with it. There are some things, and we'll discuss. Yeah, it's fun. It's just a fun it's, album. It's fun, and, and especially coming out. You know, as the weather is getting nicer, this is a deck song or deck album. This is a deck. This is a pool yeah. album if there ever was one. Oh yeah, you put it on in the background. You bullshit. You have some beers, and yeah. this is playing. Yeah, everything. Life is good. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much what I think about it. Yeah. And you know, we'll get into it now. We'll get into it. So the first song, this is not Utopia. Two okay. minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Fast. fast I think beers. it's a great opener. I, I do too. And the thing about it is, interestingly enough, and I don't know if it was that negative apprehension energy or you know this is the one thing the offspring have always been very good at i think on all pretty much all of their albums is starting off hot oh yeah great with a great opening track and quite frankly the first time i heard this is utopia i didn't i cringed a little bit not because i don't i think the song's garbage but the first listen it was really underwhelming to me And and this is just because let's go through them some of them i mean Session on Ignition, right? Amazing. Okay. Uh, the opener on that. Uh, Nitro on Killer. Smash. Meaning of Life on x oh, Have You Ever oh, on yeah. Americana. You know what I'm saying? Come Out Swinging. Come Out Swinging on Conspiracy of One. Yeah. The Noose on Splinter. There's the intro, but then there's the Noose on Splinter. I mean, the, these lead-off tracks always are, nail are always just always badass. Nail. So, you know, I'm already, I already have apprehension about this album. Mm-hmm. And I'm nervous about it. And this one, first listen, doesn't, it just doesn't, I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't know if it's the ting, ting, ting in drums in the beginning. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. But it just doesn't really resonate with me right away. But, after several listens, 
Um, I do. I do like this track. I do like this track. And it's funny. The first time I ever heard it, I'm like, Dexter sounds like you know Mark Hoppus on this one. Like, <laughs> it kind of does. Do, kinda, yeah, you're right. This sounds like Mark <laughs> Hoppus. But uh, then my girlfriend and Chris both mentioned what it really sounds like, and I agree with this even more. This is this is like a bad religion type track. Yo, I can see that. Yeah, I can. I can. Now that you mention it, yeah, especially the chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the chorus, of course, because I'm an idiot, I get thinking the roof, the roof, the the roof roof is is on on fire. fire. We all do. Yeah, I think we all thought that. Yeah, but uh, no, you're right. That is a bad religion type of chorus. But yeah, man, the tempo is awesome. It's got an easy hook, catchy chorus. It's short, doesn't it? Just flies through, which is mm-hmm. typical. Yeah. This is their mo, you and know? The, and the, and uh, you know, sub, subject matter, fine. Kind of the theme of the album. We're living in fucked up times. We're trying to deal, mm-hmm. find out how to rise above all the hatred in this world and everything. And a kind of an optimistic finish. Yeah, you know? a little bit. So, um, Much more so than I would expect optimism from them at this point. <laughs> to, be co- to be completely honest, they've never been the most optimistic band when no. I think about them sarcastic maybe yes yeah, so, yeah cynical definitely <laughs> cynical but um yeah i do like i i've come around on this one okay it wasn't hot on in the y- beginning but i've come yeah, around. i don't know if it's as good as most of the other ones you mentioned right. but i think it fits yeah i think it, it's, it's right a fine there. opener yeah so that brings us to the title track mm-hmm. let the bad times roll at 318 <laughs> okay i like it I, I like it a lot i think this is catchy as fuck this is a summer anthem it's a mainstream mm-hmm. pop punk track and it's just fun. It's the music works. There's barely any bass in it. <laughs> you can tell no, when you well, listen to it. But like, it doesn't need it. It's just fun. Yeah, um, I like this one a lot too. And again, this is much like most of this album. This is one that really caught on to me. Yeah. First time. Oh, you didn't he- like it. First time hearing it. No, you know because I'm just I, I have negative mindset. I have a negative <laughs> mindset on this album going in. And the first time I heard the single. Um, I was just like, oh, here we go. You know, here's the offspring doing their silly bullshit stuff again. <laughs> silly bullshit pop rock, the, the, all the sounds and everything, and uh-huh. the, just the goofiness. Um, but the catchiness of this song and its growability oh, on yeah, you. Yeah. It, it, I don't know if growability is it, it is I not, just man. used it. Fuck it. Um, fuck, fuck, it. It. fuck it. Fuck it. Let's, <laughs> fuck it. Fuck it. I do want to talk about the fucking guy. Yeah, we will talk about that. But yeah, this is. I, to this day, to right now, from when the out, from when I first heard the single months ago, when they first released it, to the release date, to you know now a month or two after the album has been released, this song is just continuing to grow on me to yeah. the point where early on, first listen, I'm like, this is probably gonna be the worst song on the album, or pretty close. Yeah. No, no, no. It's it, not. To me, to me, this is probably. One of the catchiest singles they've ever put out. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking ever. Yeah, this like, is this up there. this song is infectious. Yeah. This is, this, because we talk about, they always have the duds that are usually the ones they want to get the radio play. Right, right, right. Like, that, they're like, oh, this falls in line with, this, this is does, a very radio-friendly song. But this is really song. good. Yeah. As that, opposed to the other ones, to which me, are trash. To me, I think I've mentioned this before to you, Conspiracy of One's Hit sing- original or original prankster. singer, original prankster. Oh. I feel like this has got that original prankster vibe to it. Yeah, but it's a good song. It's better, unlike yeah. original prankster. Yeah, it, this is one that I catch myself like humming or singing mm-hmm. to myself. 
infectious. Because like even Dexter, like Dexter's not the greatest vocalist, but <laughs> he's like for acquired taste, he's, yeah. He, like if you like higher pitch whiny at times, like it works. But like the oh oh oh, and and like some of the lyrics in this song, yeah. they catch you off guard. Yeah. Whether it's Hey Lincoln, how does your grave roll? Uh-huh. Or Mexicans and blacks and Jews, we got it all figured out for you. <laughs> No shame in no, what this guy says. They just catch you off guard where you're like, because especially in the times we live in now, you hear Mexicans, blacks, and Jews in a song, you're like, wait, what? And this is the thing that always kind of like <laughs> blows my mind on Dexter, and it's not really a knock on him, because this is obviously a very smart man. He's a biochemist. Yeah, he's, a, he's got a doctor. He's basically uh, a certified genius. Yeah. I mean, he flies planes. I mean, this guy... You Renaissance know, man. Yeah, he's, he, he's Bio- what very... Is it, molecular smart. biology? Yeah, yeah. very... Smarter than I could ever dream to be. Yeah. But, you know, some of these lyric choices... Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. They, <laughs> you're like, well, I guess literature is his weak point. That's his Achilles heel. But, but it's all in fun. It's yeah. all in fun. And I and I like that, you know, I don't want to fucking talk about Donald Trump anymore. No. But, you know, the, the kind of, like, sarcastic take of this, like, sarcastically being, like, a song, mm-hmm. like, from Donald Trump's mindset, like a Trump supporter's mindset... Mm-hmm. Like the whole locker up, locker up. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. I gotta say, um, that's a funny line. I, I prefer something <laughs> with a bit of like humor to it rather yeah. than like another Orange Man bad song. Yeah, you know, like like there's only so much I could watch Stephen Colbert before I'm just like, all right, oh, I can't stand him. Get new, get new material. Yeah, it's like, over. It's but over. But like the offspring take a different tactic, right? And right. it right. makes it. It's much like a, more like enjoyable. A, like a satire. Yeah. From it, that kind of perspective. It's much more enjoyable. And, and this, it's much this more is like, just a really fun song. The music is great. Like, I didn't yeah. know these guys could write a, like a radio band. Very like summer, this. very summery vibe. Yeah. Um, like you said, out on the deck, chilling by poolside. Katy side. Perry ri- wishes she could write this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we could go back to that song and days no, go no, by, no, but I'd rather not. No. Uh, but this is the, Let the Bad Times Roll, but this is actually a good time. It is. It's awesome. This is a good time. And fuck it. So yeah, the, fuck the fucking it. Here guy. we go. Yeah, we got the guy who shows up. Who used to? He was okay. I saw a live show of them doing "Smash It Up," uh-huh. and he just comes out on the stage and he just gets on the microphone and goes "Smash It Up, Smash, smash It." And he's just doing. They brought this guy, like guy back from guy. the original "Come Out and Play." Yeah, you got to keep him separated. Yeah. Keep him separated. Guy has come back. He's just like a roadie from who would 1994. Come out and do like, yeah. And they so found him. Twenty-one. They brought him back. And for all the he, fuck it. All he does is come on the fuck it. He just comes on the song and says "fuck you." And you know what? You. It's perfect. It is. And then the song when it's fading out, you get one more "fuck you." <laughs> I love, I love the fade out <laughs> "fuck it" at the so end. So awesome. Just brings it full circle. So song number three, "Behind Your Walls." Okay. Three twenty-one. Yeah. Now, when I was reading the the track listing and going through and listening, I heard "Let the Bad Times Roll," and I'm like, "Behind Your Walls." Oh, another Trump song. Here yeah, we go. You and think. it's totally not. It's not. It's a per, a very personal song it's by deep. Dexter. It's a deep song. Yeah. yeah, about like communication and a relationship. Mm-hmm. And the music's not too bad. Um, I, I'm trying to think. Of this, I don't think it's... It might be this one that reminded me of one of their singles back in about 20 years ago, Million Miles Away. Okay. It's got a little bit kind of that Kind of like a milder version. Yeah, sure. yeah. It's not like a ripoff or anything. But like it's kind of got those vibes to it where it's not as fast, but it's... Got good pacing. And I just, I don't know, I like it. I think it's a good song. Um, Yeah, so first listen, first listen, this is becoming a trend for me. First <laughs> first listen on this song, third song in, bored. I'm bored. I'm <laughs> really? Bored. Yeah, it's not, it doesn't do anything for me. Um, I'm just like, okay, that was three minutes of like, whatever. I don't hate it. Yeah, but it was just, just filler. It's yeah. just filler, like I don't care. But, 
multiple listens, and this is what I really like about this album. The playback ability is very, it's, oh, it's very, very strong. Yeah. It's very strong, even for what in the beginning I perceived to be the weaker tracks. So first, yeah, first time through on this one, didn't really care for it, but you know, third, fourth, fifth, sixth time, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's a solid track. Yeah. I think it's really solid. I, like I, I like the more serious tone. Um, there are times where this doesn't work for the offspring, but I think it does work on this on this. It works song. for this one. Yeah, yeah I do like it. They have it. the right mindset. I like the behind his walls. Oh yeah, kinda, the background. It's kind of yeah. like very eighties. I don't know. You no, know, like, that's like an eighties hair band ballad. Yeah, it's got like a man. How do I describe it? it, it the the backing vocals are like very harmonious. Yeah, more so than you like with the offspring. You get a lot of like whoa's and oh's. Yeah, yeah, this is a little different. This is their like singing in harmony, and it's like really good. It's like almost like a Bon Jovi esque yeah, type I, of thing. I kind of I kind of like this song as like a change of pace song. Yeah, decent, decent, right. solid guys. Solid, solid. If you're gonna buy one on iTunes, get this one. And then number four on this album at three minutes eleven seconds, we get Army of One. Mm-hmm. Before I say my piece on it, I want you to go. Oh, okay. Army of One, see, I'm curious if we're going to differ here. I think we might. Uh, Army of One, see, this is where the album turns for the better for me. Okay. Uh-oh. Oh, I, right. think, I think this is a hiccup. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> okay, well, it turns for the better for me because I like the, this is more of the punk style that yeah. I've come accustomed to from the offspring that I fell in love with in the beginning. This is more of the standard track for me, picking up the pace. I like the... You know, the, I like the guitar, uh, the work by Noodles on this one. Um, it reminds me of, like, I'm not a beach guy, but it reminds me of, like, you know, like Hawaii Five-O, yeah. surfing. It does like have a, a surf like surfing. Like a surfing vibe um, to it. Um, I like the fast-paced lyric. I just love the tempo of this song. This is more of a vintage Offspring song to me. This is, this like, is, this is more. Of, yeah, right. This, yeah. Is, this is more of where I'm, what I'm looking for in an Offspring album. So this is where the album kind of... Uh, where the other songs first listened for me, I wasn't too into. Um, this one I liked. Okay. At first. Okay, I and do, I, and I do like it. I so. do like the music. Okay. I like the music a lot. All right. The thing I have against this one, and the first time I listened to it, the first time I listened to an album, I always go to the music. I'm like, does this music move me in any way? Am I digging it? Do I like the pace? Do I like the tempo? What's it doing? Yeah. And I didn't realize until I listened to it again that it's pretty badly mixed. Yeah, I can barely understand the vocals in most of the song. Mm-hmm. Have you? Did you have that kind of issue I, too? There is one weird thing that I have noticed in this song. I, I I noticed there is like, like, I don't know if it's the cymbals on the drums on the hi hat mm-hmm. or it's the guitar, but something is like screeching. Yeah, there is there is a production mishap. Yeah, something and I'm is glad like that overriding. Brought, I'm glad that you brought that up. Because I look at I, I I just really like the song. Yeah. I like the idea of the song, and I like the tempo, and I like the pace of the song. Mm-hmm. And I love 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 that. Um, it I think it's at the two and a half minute part or something around those lines. Um, the Kevin Noodle uh, Kevin Noodles Wasserman, <laughs> call him by his full name. He's yeah. a Kevin. He is. He's another one. <laughs> um, one of us. Uh, but the former janitor. <laughs> um, but um, he's uh, I love the guitar solo thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, brings back you know memories of kids aren't a riot. Definitely along those lines, which he just a standard classic Offspring guitar solo. And then it turns into like a bird squeaking or squawking. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, I did. And yeah. Uh, I, I I think that's really cool, and I and yeah. I really like that. But. Yes, there are production issues with this song. Yeah, okay, remember. as long because it, it kind of took me out of it when I was listening to it again, 
and I'm like, there's just some weird thing going on with the hi hat. I'm not really sure what's going well, on. Well, just the volume, even like, because yeah. I can't hear the vocals in the one verse. I was like, I don't, I can't hear what he's saying. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm not that old. This is, you a, know? this is a Bob Rock specialty. That's what it's and this is the only song on here that I can like pick that up on. That mm-hmm. there's like weird. It's more production. noticeable on this song than any other. Song yeah, like album. this is the. And one I like the song out. enough where I'm over to overlook. I'm able to overlook that. I think I'm getting there. But but uh, yeah, there's there is a weird production because this is a, a faster this is like that classic vintage yeah kind of and I, like i said this is like i just wish they cleaned going, it up <laughs> you're going out surfing man i've never been a surfer but if i were this, this is my surf you're song. hanging 10 to the, the army is, of one yeah yeah this is like dahui oh dahui is awesome it's like a surf tune surf five but yeah i'm glad you mentioned that okay because um, as much as i like the song there is something weird going on production wise. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As long as I wasn't like on an island. No, you're not. You're not crazy with that at all. I don't know if it's the guitar or cymbal, just how it's mixed. There's some weird thing going. Like on. the music just overrides the vocals a lot, yeah, and, which and is very weird. <laughs> it's 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 kind of weird that they released it the way they did. But yeah. Okay. All right. So that brings us to breaking these bones at okay. two minutes and forty six seconds. Yeah. I actually didn't have much to say about this. One. <laughs> I just said it was like inoffensive power punk. Uh, it, it's it's inoffensive. This is again. This is another standard Offspring song. I agree with you. I don't think. I don't know if there's really a lot to offer. No, it, it's yeah. one of those things where like I'm gonna listen to it and I don't really have any urge to skip it. Yeah. Uh, but does it resonate with me? Not really. If I had to compare it, because we're wrestling fans, like. Okay, think about like the hundred offspring songs that there are. All right? And then <laughs> yeah. you think of like all the WrestleMania matches that there's been through the years. Oh jeez. This is like the Razor Ramon Bob Backlund match <laughs> oh my God. of offspring songs. It's like inoffensive, it's there, it's cool, but you'll, like you'll watch it. Yeah, and then you'll you like move on. You won't seek it out necessarily. No, it's just there. I, I like the drums in the beginning, do 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 thing and and again I like the pace that this is again, this is the offspring that I've come accustomed to, that we've come accustomed to, that we come to expect and enjoy this is post 2003 offspring yeah yeah so again like you said inoffensive is there anything spectacular about it that sticks out no so like how they talk about war and baseball this is a replacement level song yeah you know so uh it's okay yeah so the next one coming for you three minutes and 48 seconds was actually released in 2015 it was this is one of the greg k songs yeah, um, yeah, Greg K was still around for this. The one. weird thing is, I don't have a lot of memories of this. Like I recall it being yeah. released, but I don't really remember and it getting any play or anything. That's the interesting thing. They did release this as a, a standalone single in 2015. Yeah, and I remember when it came out. And again, it's just maybe I shouldn't, but I, <laughs> but I hold this band to a higher standard than I hold a lot of other bands. You know what I mean? Just okay. because. I've grown up with them. This has been my hand-picked favorite band since yeah. I've been, you know... We've seen them multiple Metallica. times. We've we buy all the albums. Times, we right? have the merch. So I just... I understand what they are at this point and what they have to offer. And I appreciate that for the most part they've stuck to that formula. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, I, I still I still want something to hold on to whenever the offspring released something. And 2015, when they released this, I, I just didn't care for it. I didn't have any feelings towards it whatsoever. Oh. Um, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's offspring doing Green Day stuff. <laughs> it kind of, yeah. You yeah. know, it is. But the interesting thing is, as much as I didn't care about it, in 2015, being on this album, I'm not saying it's the best track on the album, yeah. but I do think it's one of the better tracks on here. I think this is kind of like the title track. I think this is one that... 
It's like a stadium rock vibe. Yeah. It, you could see this being played like at a commercial break on uh, Fox Absolutely. football. Absolutely. You know, like Cletus is like kicking a football in the or sun. Or as Chris cream. mentioned, my brother mentioned, uh, why isn't this being used for UFC? Honest to God, yo, that's a great point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, he has Donkey Kong. Called a Donkey Kong. I think that's what kind of threw me off first time I heard it in 2015. Yeah, the, yeah well, the lyrics it, but... are kind of fucked up. I'm not gonna lie. Like when I was listening to him, I was like, "But it's got my favorite lyric on the whole album." Let's hear it. What's up? Fuck you up. <laughs> When I, I don't know. When I heard that, I'm just like, oh, this right. is special. This is perfect UFC. Anthem. It really like Dana uh, White. Get on this shit, yeah, man. Come on. We watch every Saturday, bro. Yeah, Throw us a fight nights. Give give us offspring coming for you. So last, new official UFC thing. Last Everybody week was. wasn't good. Huh? Yeah, it was disappointing. Very bloody. Very bloody show. <laughs> but the the parlays didn't work out. Made me angry. Fights weren't so great. Yeah, a few weeks ago, this motherfucker nailed what is it? Twelve bets. You, uh, you did the undercard, the main card, the preliminary. Like, you picked 12 fights correctly. Yeah, I right? still didn't make any money, though. You didn't make, well, I made, a couple I made, voids, I right? made 30 that I've blown trying to win more. <laughs> I mean, Chris is the one that's killing it. With, oh, yeah. He, <laughs> well, he didn't have a great week this week, but he won with other things with Phil Mickelson and Blizzard. I was going to say, his problem is putting money on Kevin Harvick every Sunday. Well, it's going to pay off someday. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Kevin Harvick. My thing is, I'm just holding out till college football. I've got a few more months yeah, to go, yeah. but I am stoked. College is the way to go. I'm telling you right now, if you want to do a futures bet, Michigan is a two. I think they're a two point dog to Washington in the opener. It's not. It's like in the early. It's like an early out of conference game. I think they're a two point dog to Washington on no. some books. They're going to beat Washington. They've been such a disappointment. I don't know. They have. They've won 10 games like three of the last four years. Harbaugh is not bad. It's just because he doesn't beat Ohio State. But the thing is, okay, guys, we're going to get off on a tangent here. I, I'm a Penn State guy. Yeah. Mike is a Michigan guy. Here's We both despise Ohio State. Right. We, we have that in common. Right. But this is what I don't get. Harbaugh doesn't beat Ohio State. Run him out. He's a fucking bum. Uh-huh. James Franklin doesn't beat Ohio State. Yo, he should get the USC job. What the fuck am I missing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's get let's give him the USC job because he's done such a great job at Penn State. The James sure. Franklin love by the college football and press and ESPN, it just blows my it's mind. It's not coming from any of the Penn State fans I know, though. No, we all fucking know the guy's a fraud. <laughs> we all know, like, okay, he recruits. He's a great recruiter. He can't recruit a fucking quarterback. My dad thinks he's a joke, so. Yeah, he is. Well, here's, here's a James Franklin press conference. Well, our boys went out there. I'm yelling at a very high volume. Our boys went out there. They played very hard. He's loud. Sean Clifford is going to be a star. Yep. The big red dog, Clifford. He's fucking horrible. James Franklin's a joke. You got another year of that. It's coming. We're paying him like $8 million a year. Oh, man. Like my tuition, all the tuition money I paid them over the years. <laughs> it's going to James It's going Franklin. to James Franklin's pockets. Oh, I got to fucking root for them. What a now. horrible way to look at it. I'm this. basically paying his salary. Oh, man. So, yeah. So that's all to say Coming For You is a pretty fun song. Yeah, we like it a lot. All right. Um, one of the one of the standouts of this album, I would say. All right. Yeah. So, so next is the single, the new single, "We Never Have Sex Anymore" at three <laughs> minutes and thirty seconds. And I'm just gonna come out and say it. I fucking love this song. Okay. I think the song is awesome. Okay. I think the video with John Stamos and a chimp at <laughs> oh, a strip club. Oh, you've seen the you've seen the chimp. Uh, Peta not happy about that. But. Fuck Peta. <laughs> The chimp and John Stamos are watching strippers. You know those chimps were taken care of very well. They probably eat better than I do. Oh, I'm sure right? of it. And, like, 
you know, you think John Stamos is going to like punch a chimp? Come no, on. No, he's, he's hand five in the chimp. He's having a great time. Yeah, he's like, hey, tits, chimp. So, did, did you ever think in the year 2020 <laughs> no, no. you would be seeing a music video, Offspring, putting out a new si- single about apparently how Dexter doesn't have any sex? No. And uh, there's chimps in the music video playing out the disengaged couple. Yeah. And the one goes to the strip club to find John Stamos. <laughs> And hang out at the chip uh, at the strip club with the offspring performing in said strip club. Did you ever think you'd see that in 2021? I think the sentence that you just uttered is the most ridiculous thing that came to pass. <laughs> like it happened. Like there's no reason this should be happening, but it happened. It's pretty fun. Like I, and this song, this song is fun. We talked about fun. It's yeah. basically a swing song. Yeah. They have like an upright bass. There's horns, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's a it's a swing song. It's and, awesome. And apparently, this is a song that was written a long time They've ago. They've been kicking this around for twenty years. Yeah, back from the Americana days, yeah. I believe it was. They were backstage was at shows, like noodling around with this. Yeah, so this is a uh, work in progress that has been, you know, played with throughout time. And first time I heard it, you know, again, being the, t- <laughs> the tough critic I am, so I hear I hear Dexter. You know, whining about not getting well, any in the verses. Very bored, dis- very disenchanted. Yeah, I was going to say but, that. <laughs> but then, but then, but then that first time listen, right? That, as you mentioned, that swing chorus oh, yeah. comes up and man. They kill it. Yes, yes, yes. And I got to say it, this is the song that I want to skip. Yes. This oh, is, what? This, this is, no, this is the song that I want to skip when I'm listening to the album. Uh-huh. I want, this is the one. Oh, here we don't have sex anymore. Here we go. <laughs> this is the one I want to skip, and I can't I know. do it. It's so I good. I can't do it because it's fun. It's fun, and that that's what I wrote down here. Is that This is the classic, quintessential, offspring fun band song. Yeah. But it's so much better than the ones they've tried in the past. Right, yeah. So it, it's just not, like, so many of their fun songs in the past, there's something really annoying going on that just, whether it's oh, Dexter yeah. doing something with the vocals... Or just really ridiculous. Or they like doing like an electronic stupid thing. Stupid lyrics or yeah. some poor uh, electronic choice. Yeah. Um, but this one, yeah, this one just kind of hits on all cylinders for a goofy uh, song. Um, I love the swingy chorus. I just love it. Yes. We Plus, don't have sex anymore. The thing is, when I first listened to it, I was like, yeah, his vocals, he does sound bored. But then when I was thinking about <laughs> it, I was it like, it fits, fits the song. It, it fits, fits the right? lyrics. He's, he's bored with his relationship. Yeah. He's not getting any. I, I'm very disengaged. I'm very disenchanted. Yeah, it's like an this. artistic choice. And then I'm going to pick it up with this chorus. Yeah, it, it fits the mold of the song, the direction of the song. I'm all about going. it. This is... Uh, the, I'm... You this know, is the star of the album. I, I'm happy that this got put on. Yeah, and like it took them 20 years to finally bite the... I don't know if they were embarrassed, which I don't know why they would be with other crap Apparently it started out as an acoustic song, like noodling around. Really? And, and I don't really want to hear an acoustic version of it. No, this is... But I like this swingy version. The way they put it together with all the extra instruments yeah. and the style, it's... This is a catchy ass kind of song. kind of like kind of like the you know the title track. Let the bad yeah. times roll. Just infectious, catchy. This is one you want to go out of your way to listen to. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, this is the song I want to skip. It, this, like I said, yeah. and I can't do it. This is a song you don't hear typically on radio in 2021. No, but you'll, you'll thank it. No. You'll thank us. Go yeah. listen to go it. Go check it out. You'll have a fun time. After that, and we, it's relatable, right? I, I think it's very I mean, relatable. You know, <laughs> yes. At some point. You're going to relate to this. You, yeah, the magic leaves the, the marriage. So. Or whatever you're doing. Yeah, wh- whoever you're with. <laughs> so 
The next one we got in the Hall of the Mountain King. One minute. It's just a musical interlude of them doing it really fast. And yeah. Filler. It's filler. This I don't know why this is on. <laughs> well, I, I do know, know why. It's you know it's well, it's essentially a, used as the you know like X Day on the Opera has intermission. Yeah. It's I an intermission. So. It's the intermission of the album, I guess. Well, uh, we've but, got a few more intermissions on here. But it's whatever. So the next one is the Opioid Diaries at three minutes and one second. Uh huh. Love it. Yeah. Love this. Yes, track. me too. Um, this is a great track. This is uh you know serious subject matter, obviously with the opioid oh the yeah problem we have in America, just around the world. Um, Not many it, people touch on it. Actually, no, it's when a I was serious, in dark, music. dark subject, um, obviously, and. I like that, you know, again, they're trying to instill hope. I don't know if the subject matter that they use in the song, they use the name Sean. I don't know if that's somebody yeah, that I don't the know. Band yeah, I was going to ask you about that if you knew. If the, or, if they, uh, or if it's uh, just, a character. You know, just a character that they yeah. brought up or if it's somebody that they know personally that deal, has dealt with it. Um, but, you know, it's a good message, right, that, uh, you know, no matter what you're going through, you don't think you could quit yeah. like you can. It kind of reminds me of, uh, well, it's... But I like the energy of the yeah. song. It's very sub serious subject matter. matter. It's dark, <laughs> um, but also hopeful. And this, as far as musically to me... This sounds something directly off of Americana. Oh, I was going to say... Oh, you were going to say Ignition. Yeah, okay. I was going to say kind of have like a No Hero vibe. Okay. Yeah. I could hear that. I think just production-wise, yeah. it sounds more something updated. I can see that, yeah. Um, like No Breaks, End of the Line for me. Oh, No Breaks, Sounds like yeah. it would be on that part of Americana. All right. Um, but um, yeah, this is a really badass song. Um, me and Chris actually saw this song live. Oh, really? When it was titled It Won't Get Better. We saw them with Offspring with 311. About three, four years ago, they played at the Allentown Fair. Allentown? Yeah. Most pathetic fair you've ever been to. <laughs> I've never we, been we, there. We parked at a Walgreens, and we walked over, <laughs> and there, played this. this was a beautiful Wednesday afternoon in the summertime in August, I believe, and nobody was there. <laughs> That's so funny. Nobody was there. Nobody was doing I'm surprised the rides. they played. Nobody was eating anything. There was just people, like, meandering around. There was no excitement. Funnel, funnel cake. It was there was funnel cake. I yes, of course. <laughs> but once we got into the venue um, and the show started, there were people. Yeah. But it was just very bizarre walking in. <laughs> like, what is going on here? This is the Great Allentown Fair. This is sad. But it was a fun show, and uh, yeah, they were playing. It won't get better at the time. So that's four years ago. So this is another song that's been a couple years in the making. Actually, now that you mention it. That chorus is definitely Americana-ish. Yeah. That, yeah. That, just the whole yeah. music to, to me is like, wow, this is an Americana song. Definitely a good song. Definitely like a, a, a different topic. Mm -hmm. And they covered it really well, I think. Yeah, I, I dig it shit. a lot. So the next one is probably my favorite song on the album, Hassan Chop, <laughs> where they actually go and sample the Looney Tunes cartoon, Hassan Chop! <laughs> And it's a song about you know violence in the Middle East yeah. and beheadings and yeah. you know religious wars and shit like that. It's fast. It's furious. It's old school. Mm -hmm. It is a punch to the fucking ball sack. Yes, it is awesome. And here's the thing about Hassan Chop. Uh, I was looking at the track listing when the track listing was first announced for this album months ago. <laughs> and I said, I have bad vibes about this album. And I think it's <laughs> going to be a bad album. I admit it. I thought it was going to be bad. Yeah. I had, I was just worried about the direction this band was going. I was very concerned. But I looked through the track list and I said, if 
there is going to be a saving grace on this album. I know this band, and I guarantee you the saving grace is going to be Hassan Chop. I just know it. That is going to be Vintage Offspring. That's going to be fast and furious and dark and badass and awesome and all the things I love. If it's on this album, <laughs> that's the track. And it, it is. And first time I heard it from the opening, as you met, Hassan Chop, when I thought about the song in my head months earlier without ever <laughs> hearing the song, and this is how well I know this band, I guess, yeah. is... This song was everything that I thought it would be. <laughs> With my imagination in my head, yeah. it came out perfectly. I couldn't have thought of thought of it any better than it actually came out. It's money. So, um, yes, I am very happy with this track. You mentioned it sounds old school. Uh, this is definitely like early, like yeah, first two like, albums. <laughs> I, I, I feel like self-titled, like Baghdad yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, totally. Like Kill the President kind of vibe. Yeah. Noodles um, definitely went into the tank for this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just a great, great throwback. Everything I love about The Offspring in, in two minutes. Oh, 100%. And like... You know, we talked I about. That, I love when it slows down, or that guitar solo. Oh yeah, and slows yeah. down in the middle, and then picks back up. Just, just great. We talked about the title track, and we don't have sex anymore, as being like, go out and listen. Those are radio friendly. Yeah, this one's not the radio, not the friendly, radio friendly one. This is the hey, you like punk? You want to do cardio? Like this is yeah, the song. Yeah, you fast. This is it, Hassan Chop. Get your crunches going. <laughs> oh god, yeah. the next one, Gone Away, which is a yeah. off the. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. This is an earlier song that they did. Mm-hmm. That was on Smash, right? Exne on the Ombre. Yeah. And uh, it's basically a piano, mm-hmm. some symphony instruments, some, yeah. some string instruments, yeah. and Dexter singing an auto tune. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is going to be a thing going forward because on Days Go By, they redid Dirty Magic off the Ignition album. They did. Uh, they just covered their own song, and now this one they're doing a different version of another older song. It's, I mean, in a sense, it's it, it's lazy, but I mean, I really do like this. I, I don't I like know the music. I don't know about the orchestral arrangement, but yeah. I kind of do like it because yeah. here's the thing: the, the with when they did Dirty Magic on Days Go By, they brought back the Ignition song. I mean, Dirty Magic's one of my favorite Offspring songs of all time. Ignition's probably my favorite Offspring album of all time, I think. You, oh, yeah, that's yeah, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like that song, so I was excited to see, okay, well, you know, what is what would that sound sound like now? So when they put it on Ignition, I was pretty excited about or Days Go By, I was excited about it. But, I, that's, but then I hear it, I hear um, Dirty Magic on Ignition, and all I'm hearing is an overproduced version <laughs> Of of dirty magic from Ignition, and it's like if you're going to do this, if you're going to be lazy enough, you got to reimagine to, 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 to do one of your old songs and put it on a new album. Yeah. Don't do the same fucking song yeah. and just overproduce it like they did with Dirty Magic. Do what you did with Gone Away on this album. The the piano and the orchestra background, yeah. a reimagining of Gone Away as the as one of the closing tracks on the album. I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. And, you know, I we kind of saw this coming, again, with the Offspring 311 show that me and Chris went to a couple of years ago. Uh, they've been doing this, mm-hmm. um, Gone Away, this version of Dexter on piano and singing. And, man, it made it, hair stick up on yeah. you. Yeah, a little bit. So oh, um, it was awesome to see live uh, this version of it. We saw the band version of them doing Gone Away back in, oh, in the yeah. Americana tour. And now it's the stripped down version. Uh, it, it's the, the subject matter also works a lot better in this setting because it is a darker right. song. Yeah, and I, I think the only difference is uh, 
when they did it live with the piano, the band does kind of kick in at the end, which is kind of cool. Yeah, cool. Um, well, it's kind of yeah. like how the Foo Fighters do Everlong live now, mm-hmm. um, where the band just kind of kicks in at the end um, for that last chorus. So I liked how they did it live, but I'm not sure if I liked that version on the album. I kind of like it just being piano yeah. on the album. And the orchestral, I, maybe it's a little over the top, but I don't mind Take it. Or leave it. Yeah, it's all right. It's just... I don't know. I was just like, okay, yeah, it's cool. Like, it's different. Yeah. I didn't love it, didn't hate it. Uh, and then we end with Lullaby, which is just basically an outro of, like, a softer guitar while they do lyrics from uh, Let the Bad Times Roll. Don't go saying we're crazy, yeah. crazy. Just about a minute of that. Yeah, that's about it. And that is the album. Uh-huh. Um, my first thought when I was writing down these notes... Because I, you know, I'd, I'd listened to the album, like I said, double digit times now. Yeah, in the last without month. a doubt. It's easy and listen. the first thing I was just like, you know what? I could see that this would be probably optimal, best case scenario, if they did an EP with like six or seven of these songs. I could see that. I think that would have been awesome. I think they stretched it with like the Mountain King and the Lullaby and the Gone Away. They stretched it to make album length. Mm hmm. And I understand that why they would want to do that. It's about money. Right. You're only going to get ten bucks for an EP. You get twenty bucks for an album. I get it. Um, but I really love it. Yeah. <laughs> like I like the content. I like the song. Yeah, and that, a lot. And that's the thing is, uh, I really like it too. And uh, that's the uh, that the thing about the Offspring is they've been very very consistent. I appreciate oh, yeah. that they've been very very consistent throughout their thirty year career. And uh, you know to what an extent you're getting. And what I really like about this album, though, is it doesn't have that bullshit. No bullshit. In the, be- in the middle the first, of the album. This is the first time since, what, 98 maybe? Or maybe even X-Nay on the Ombre. Probably X-Nay on the yeah. Ombre as far as not having a track where, no, I, need, for the white guy. I, right, where, where I need to skip it. Where I feel I can't listen to this and I absolutely must skip it. Yeah. And Newell's did make a point of saying that in an interview that he wanted, he? That they wanted to make something that... You know, you didn't have to skip through. And, beginning to end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so um, so I appreciate that. I really do like that a lot, and I've listened to it a whole bunch because it's just so easy to listen yeah. to, and it, it's a fun listen, and you don't have to skip through anything. And you don't have to invest a lot of time. No, like you, you said, don't. if you're just driving to work, you could probably get through most of the album. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can get I can get up to probably opiate diaries, and, yeah. and um, I love that. And uh, so <laughs> my final take on the album is it's a little bit interesting because... As far as the songs on this album, I don't. If I'm listing the 20 greatest Offspring songs of all time, the 25 greatest Offspring songs of all time, 25 favorite Offspring songs of all time, I'm not sure if I put anything on on this album on that list. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, it's a cohesive. It do, it's cohesive. Yeah. It doesn't have that. The the playback ability of this album is very, very high, yeah. and I really, really appreciate that, and I really, really like that, and I enjoy it. I enjoy this album a lot, and while I wouldn't put it in the top echelon of Offspring albums with Ignition and Smash and X-Nay and Americana, if you... You know, Conspiracy of One, Splinter. Let the Bad Times Roll, Splinter, yeah. you know, Rise and Fall. You put yeah. it in that category right in the middle there. Yeah, I can right. see that. It's, you know, this is a very, I think it ranks very highly with those middle tier offspring albums. Yeah. I think this album is a perfect example of the sum being. Like, or the, was it the whole being the greater of the sum of the I parts? Was, I was yeah. literally thinking that. Yeah, yeah it, it, 
the, it, the parts aren't they're not they're not great individually but, but together but together works. this is a very strong and fun yeah and very vibrant and uh really just like i the only word i can keep coming back to is i sound repetitive here but this is just a fun album yeah and i think the world needs a lot more fun shit yeah because <laughs> yeah. i was i was talking to somebody the other day and she was just like why are all the movies like depressing and like <laughs> introspective and sad anymore i'm like I really wish I could tell you why Adam Sandler's not getting more movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, but Hubie Halloween. I know it's not Halloween I've season, heard about this. But yeah. check it out. My sister Netflix. loved it. It won't be going anywhere because it's Adam Sandler and he's got that big deal with if, Netflix. If I'm not mistaken, my, laugh. Mary liked that a lot, if I'm not mistaken, it, which means we might one day cover well, it. Well, if Mary's uh, listening, uh, I enjoyed Hubie Halloween <laughs> she, as well. She doesn't listen to the episode she records. I, I won't listen to this either because I can't. <laughs> oh, I, can't I won't listen to my own voice. But guys, give I us feedback every, on Twitter. I hope everybody is listening and enjoying. Give us I, feedback I, on Twitter. Tell Mikey's great. I don't, don't want to hurt the ratings. The so ratings. Oh, we're gonna pop a rating. Like it's <laughs> summer of '98 on USA. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Come up next. We got silk stockings. But um, yeah, let the bad times roll. You know, I A really, plus, man. I really, really like it. And Much I like you. Than, I, uh, I, I, Anger. <laughs> yeah, there was one album that we thought one way of, and there was another <laughs> album, that, and both produced by Bob Rock. See how we bring it all around. And you can see that. This one was definitely much more effort. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. except for weird, some weird spots. Yeah, except for Army of right. One. Listen to like it and let song, me know. You tweet like us song, or email there's us. Some weird stuff going on. Let me know if I'm off on that. No, no, you're not. I hear it. All right. But this is a fun album, and this was fun doing the show, and oh, yeah. I appreciate you having me. We'll on. probably have you back because Mary's mom knows. Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, anytime you, if you need want. me. Yeah, no, I, right. I, I am free. We'll and I am available fun next time. And uh, these were fun. These oh, two yeah. shows were fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This and is what we do. We love these two bands. Yeah. We have but, since the very beginning. We love I know we've been critical at times yeah. here, but don't get it twisted, man. We love Metallica. We love the offspring. And we love the 30, 40 years of music they've given us. Yeah, thank God for them, man. They helped me through a lot of shit. You have no idea. And both of us, I'm sure. Absolutely. So these are my go-tos. That wraps it up for this week, guys. However, you can find us on Twitter at Podcast if you want to get in touch with us. Or you can, uh, if you have longer form feedback, get in touch with us on email at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Find us on any podcasting app that you use, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Podbean, Overcast, wherever you are, you will find us. And each and every Monday on the Jenny Position podcast feed, you can find us talking about movies, TV, now music. You might get a, you know another mic voiceover. We'll see. But, uh... Keep listening, and we'll catch you all on down the road. Ciao. Threaten my life like you did So long ago
constantly Used to have a ball Used to do it everywhere We never do it at 